Hey guys, Mike Shea here. I am once again back in production on another film. This one is called Dead Audience. This is a comedy movie. It's a zombie movie. It's a horror movie. It's going to make you laugh, make you scream. It's going to scare the pants off you and make you pee those pants in the process somehow. That's not an order. You guys can help me get this movie funded and made more efficiently and more effectively by going to our GoFundMe. The link is right here in the video, or you can check out the link down in the description of this podcast. Please help me get this movie made. We're looking to cast about 30 people, both principal cast and a shitload of zombies. And the more we can get, the better. And we're hoping to have this thing made uh, by the end of October, around Halloween time, because zombies, Halloween. Yeah, more information on my website, MrMikeShay.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and help me get dead audience made. At least not a bunch of 50-year-olds wearing weird masks on stage and like kept <coughs> dropping that like the whole night. And then Slipknot didn't say anything. And then MGK is like, yeah, Corey Taylor doesn't like me because I told him he couldn't be on my records. And then Corey Taylor got on Twitter and was like, all right, I wasn't going to get involved in this shit. But I got receipts, motherfucker. <laughs> I got receipts, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. Uh, I've been uh, I've been wrapped up in this MGK Slipknot thing. This is the <laughs> Dude, I don't even, best I, shit ever. I don't even, like, I was like, what? Huh? So, so no, how, I mean, I, I get, it just... What? So, and, and so how, a lot of people forget, like, so how it all started was Corey Taylor was getting interviewed on some show or something. And, you know, Corey Taylor likes to run his mouth. And he says, he's like talking about, uh, you know, I don't like a lot of music, a lot of newer music. And I'm tired of these guys who fail as rappers and switch over to being rockers. You know who you are. Oh. <laughs> so, um, but, but he also straight up said, he's like, but I'm also an old fogey that just, you know, is screaming at kids on my lawn. So what the fuck do I know? Uh-huh. And then that weekend is when that festival was going on and MGK took his shot on stage and was like, at least not a bunch of 50 year olds wearing weird masks on stage and like kept <coughs> dropping that like the whole night. And then Slipknot didn't say anything. And then MGK is like, yeah, Corey Taylor doesn't like me because I told him he couldn't be on my records. And then Corey Taylor got on Twitter and was like, all right, I wasn't going to get involved in this shit. But I got receipts, motherfucker. <laughs> I got receipts, motherfucker. <laughs> Drop these uh, these emails because Travis Barker produced MGK's record. Yeah. And he dropped screenshots of these emails from him and Travis where they were like, no, we really want you on, man. Just He wants you to, he, here's what he wants you to do. And Corey was like, I don't like people writing my own shit for me, so I'm going to pass. Uh-huh. And then uh, at Louder Than Life over the weekend down in Kentucky, um, when MGK was playing, Everyone was just booing him and flipping him off on stage. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And then he ended up getting a fight with somebody down at the photographer, in, like in the photographer area. <laughs> and, but yeah, like he was there. I was trying to find the video. The whole time he was up on stage, everyone was just booing the shit out of him and flipping him off. So like, because he's because he's he's playing headlining spot at a fucking metal festival, and you want to talk shit about Slipknot right now? No shit. You dumb <laughs> motherfucker. Some people, I can't remember. I read somebody said they don't like Slipknot, which I get Slipknot's like. They're not for everyone. No, I fucking personally love Slipknot. Yeah. They're, they're, I'm seeing them this Friday. Where at? Uh, over in Indianapolis. God, I've always. I've seen, I saw I saw them at, in 2015. They were, they were headlining the festival down there, and they're doing their Not Fest Road show. There, it's them and Killswitch Engage and a couple other bands this Friday. 
It's always that. <clears throat> they're one band I've always wanted to see live. They are. I remember back in like 2005, I think Rolling Stone named them like the best band to see live, and they are fucking incredible. Are they? Yeah. I mean, well, how long? How long is Iowa? Was Iowa out? 99. Jesus Christ. I know, right? Yeah, I want to say 99. Um, and they're still putting shit out. I mean, they just. They've slowed down a little bit here and there, but these last two albums, they've been back with a fucking vengeance. It's just crazy that, that band's been around that, and they've been that good for that, I'm sorry, that but, relevant for that long. Yeah, Iowa was 01. The self-title that came before it was 99. Um, That's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was I was tweeting out like a motherfucker about the shit. I was like, you know, there's between MGK and Slipknot in 30 years. People will still be talking about Slipknot. Yeah. Like, MG- you, you won't be able to talk about the history of metal without talking about Slipknot. Yeah, you really can't. Like, like you really can't if you think about. It. Like, I'm yeah. not a big metal fan, like right. you are, but like, like I'm not like heavy. I don't really like heavy metal. Like, right. I don't. But like Slipknot's like another like thing that I'm like. It's a whole other level. I mean, it's going to see them. Like, it's an experience. What are the, what's my favorite song of theirs? Um, I'm pulling up their songs. They because they uh, you know you just <laughs> I was at Carmichael's last Tuesday and I was talking about this because it had just happened and I was like you know. Slipknot have two guys in their band whose whole job is to beat on kegs with flaming bats, and MGK was like, yeah, I'm a fuck with these guys. Slipknot songs. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Psychosocial. Duality is like one of my favorite songs ever. Dude, duality. I mean, that's like one of their biggest hits ever. Snuff. Snuff is so good. Snuff is like, that video fucked me up. Really? And, yeah, just because just it was such a mind fuck. Nah. And uh, the devil and I, that's God, there's so, dead memory. Oh my God, I can just like, yeah. Yep, ever. And their their newest one, their newest album was insane. I don't think I've ever, I haven't listened to their newest album lately. They, uh, they dropped a song, uh, this, one of the singles is called Solway Firth, and the music video was used to promote the boys on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. So, like, it's got cuts, cuts of scenes and stuff in the music video of guys, you know, getting their brains bashed in and shit. It's oh. one of the heaviest fucking songs i've ever heard in my life and yeah it's it's ridiculous they they play two songs they they when that album came out they went and played on kimmel because kimmel's a big metal head mm-hmm. and uh it was so crazy to see them still sounding that fucking good well you know what song i don't like of theirs that everybody uh, loves uh, vermilion part two. Oh, part two yeah i go back and forth on part two part one's my shit part I, one's my favorite song People love part two. I'm like, eh. yeah, well, it's a, it's a sappy acoustic song. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, you know, and I like stone sour too. Uh, a lot of people shit on that. Cause they're like, Oh, it's just fucking Corey doing stone sour for slipknot. I'm like, stone sour is good. Fuck you. <laughs> I've seen both. They're both great. Fuck you. Hmm. Corey Taylor's awesome. Um, he has a huge neck, massive neck. It's like, it's like 18 inches in diameter. I think. Is it really? It's like an 18 inch neck. Yeah. God, I'm trying to think like he was he was doing a one of his book. Tw- First of all, if you've never seen the videos of his book tours, it's basically him doing 45 minutes of stand up and 45 minutes of acoustic songs. Really? Because he would just do Q&A's with the audience first. <laughs> then he would just do an acoustic set. And it was he is a funny motherfucker. People he, say he's a really nice guy, too. He's I've, I've met him twice. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but he is fucking funny. I, every time I watch this, I'm like, this guy needs to do fucking stand up. Mm. Let's see if I can find one of those clips. Here's this clip of uh, Machine Gun Kelly getting fucking yeah, booed off headphones. stage. Get your headphones on, man. Yeah, this is. I just. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all full Look, get your fucking hands in the fucking sky. Get on the fucking 
Fucking obliterated it. That's why he switched over to. That's why he switched over to being a pop punk guy now. Do you think that's really what? That's caused? literally. That's look at the timeline. I he, mean, it is kind of like he, he does, does. The weird thing is, like, he was hoping for Eminem ever to say anything about him, and he yeah. got it. And then he did his diss track. Yeah. And then Eminem was like, "All right, get your dick out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Now get my dick out of your or some shit like that." Yeah. I was like, "God damn!" Like I th- I, MGK thought that like. Oh, this is gonna be. We're gonna like fucking blow each other up. I was like, no, he's gonna fucking destroy he you. He destroyed him. So he switches over to doing this pop punk shit. That's why I, I tweeted out the other day. I was like, so he this is Eminem switches to rock. Goes after Slipknot. I'm looking forward to his country album, album. next year. Goes after Hootie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a f- dumb motherfucker. He's just and what's what's fucked up is like. Everywhere I look online, like there's um there's just like fucking mainstream media covering because it's MGK, you know he's getting coverage at the fucking Emmys. And, I don't and understand why people cover him. I, though. I don't know. Well, and then then the singer for Trivium uh, posted the other day. He was um I'm gonna pull this up because it was funny as fuck. I don't want to get it wrong. Um, but because because Trivium <laughs> they're good friends with Slipknot. Um, like I don't understand why MGK is so popular. I don't know. Did you see my TikTok I did about it? No. Oh, I did it. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that up here in a sec. Uh, Matt from Trivium said, I'd like to formally diss Machine Gun Kelly, or as I call him, Squirt Gun Smelly. That's <laughs> so stupid. Of for, for being 31 years old, wearing a fucking 16-year-old pop-punk cosplay identity on a fucking stage. That's fucking funny. And the next day he <laughs> said, I'd like to apologize. Apologize. I didn't realize MGK was suffering from ligma disease. <laughs> ligma disease. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, he's done. (laughs) He's fucking done. I just, I've never understood why he's popular. I don't, I don't know either. I I have no fucking idea. He does have an acting career now though, which is weird. Well, and I mean, he was fine in the dirt as Tommy Lee. I mean, he wasn't, he was fine. Like at no point was I like, boo, he fucking sucks. I'm not going to say he sucks just because he's MGK, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, which one was the? Which one was your TikTok about? I, MGK. I think it's the first one. The first one that you can see. It on says the, I got some the news. Oh no, no, that one's. You can play that one too, though. Do I not? Let me connect my phone here. Um, <coughs> but yeah, like I, I, I <laughs> you usually should play both. And I want to see your reaction. I usually don't get involved in you know like celebrity gossip shit, but this is just too fucking funny. I mean, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. All right, let me pull. Uh, all well, right, so this is your TikTok about. I got some really bad news. Um, my grandma got hit by a train. And it's an unbelievable feeling seeing your grandma fuck six guys in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever yet. Is that it? No. no. And, and you can't film it. <laughs> 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 That's fucking funny. It's the next one, though. Okay. This is my impression of every MGK, Machine Gun Kelly beef with anybody. You suck. 
Seriously? Really? Yeah, I... I got nothing after that. <laughs> That's fucking great. It's just fucking true, though. That's, That's like fucking... every beef he's ever had. And you're yeah. like, fuck you. Really? <laughs> That's literally every single you're, one of them. You're going to make me kill you. Yeah, like, it's just one of those things you're like, ah, it's, you a, it's literally like, stop hitting yourself. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, That's this, fucking funny. I, I think I tweeted about this shit more than I have anything else because it's just been. It's been so fucking easy. Well, no, he went after Slipknot. I was like, I didn't really read into it because I was like, that's because right. in my head I was like, well, that's just fucking stupid. You're right? <laughs> like, they're like the biggest fucking metal band right now. Like, I remember thinking, well, that's fucking stupid. Was <laughs> the tournament? She's like, what? And I was like, MGK went after Slipknot. She's like, I don't know who Slipknot is because she doesn't. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. She knows who MGK is <laughs> just because she he's from Cleveland and she's from Cleveland. Oh, God. Is he from Cleveland, really? I think, yeah, I think so. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. She, like, knows who he is, but she doesn't, like, listen to anything or care. Uh, but I'm, like, yeah. sitting there, I'm like... Well, oh. I mean, fucking 21 Pilots are from Columbus. Are they really? Yeah. Ugh. Or no, they're from Dayton. No. They're from somewhere around. Yeah, they're from, like, Dayton or Columbus, one of the two. Yeah, Google that. Um, They're from their mom's vagina. Yeah, they, I don't like 21 Pilots at all. Uh, I'm trying to find these tweets I said about this MGK shit. Um, or was it all on Facebook? I think it was all on Facebook. This is great radio right here. This is just oh. <laughs> let's see here. Twenty one pilots. Did you see the video I posted of the comedian who was who was going about going on about MGK? Uh-uh. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Josh Bray. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then, he, then he, he, Josh Prey was the one who posted about it. Uh, here it is. Yeah, it's right here on the fucking. It's, it comes up on the first. Machine Gun Kelly. Listen, my name is Josh Prey. I'm a comedian. Brother, I don't even know what it is you do. I don't know if you still make music. I don't know if you act. I don't know what it is you do. You take pictures on yachts with your shirt. I don't know what it is you do. And I'm sure you have fans because this became a story. But I just want to tell you and your fa hey, fans, of don't encourage him to come back to Slipknot. Don't do it. I did one video, one heavy metal video, and heavy metal fans made me touch every single group in heavy metal history. You do not, do not, do not, psychosocial, do not take back what you said, machine. Just stop it, swallow the pride. If you want to continue this career and to make this money and provide for you, your family, your friends, do not disrespect Slipknot. Slipknot ain't even a heavy metal. If you can take the earth and weigh it, it still wouldn't be as heavy as Slipknot. Slipknot don't have fans. They have a brotherhood. They are not going to let you live. The Slipknot fans, the heavy metal fans, they're not like rap fans. They ain't going to go online and listen to rap beef. They ain't going to listen to lyrics. They ain't going to tweet about it. They going to come to every show you perform, and they going to mosh pit shit out, and they just going to stare at you. Why they must be? Like and now you got twenty thousand people with the same mask on that you said that old man had on. Old, you do not call them old. We they ain't old. I ass just young. Do machine, machine. <laughs> They're not old. We're just young. <laughs> yeah, it goes on for like five minutes. Um, 
Yeah. Don't don't do it, dude. Don't fucking do it, dude. They're just gonna stare at you the whole time. <laughs> I feel like that would do that too. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody shows up to his concerts anyways. No. Well, the wild thing was when the Eminem beef it like came out, like he had a picture. Like he wanted, he took a picture, like after Eminem, the Eminem thing, he yeah. took a picture of the crowd, like he just want to take a picture of everybody in the crowd flicking off a camera. Mm. But then he said like, it was towards Eminem afterwards and the crowd was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Oh shit. Yeah. It, I love watching people destroy their own fucking I like, careers. Well, the thing was like about the Eminem thing, I like, people were like, oh man, like MGK is like fucking this track against Eminem was so good. It's like, and I was like, and me, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, he had a chorus line. Yeah. Like Eminem didn't have a chorus line throughout his entire thing. No. You had a chorus line. Yeah. Like you had to come up with shit. You didn't have enough stuff. So you yeah. had to repeat the same thing over. That's not a diss track. It's just a song. Yeah. That's not a diss track. Eminem was <laughs> like, fuck all convention. I'm just going to destroy this motherfucker to a beat. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, and made him switch genres. <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Oh, I love shit like that. It just it, it it warms my heart because it's one of this is one of those things like there's there's always been a big separation between like rap, hip hop, and metal fans. What I love is when you go on YouTube, there's all these videos of these like hip hop fans listening to metal for the first time. And when they give it and when they actually give it a shot, they're like, oh, damn, there's actually a lot in common between there is rap and metal, especially when you look at a band like Slipknot. It's got a heavy rap hip hop influence. You know, that's why there's a fucking DJ in their band there. There, there is like a, a big boils. Yeah, there is. Well, it, so Ice-T has a metal band and he did an interview with Loudwire and he did a whole thing talking about he's like. Rap and metal have so much in common, but you, people people can't see it because they can't get past how it just sounds so drastically different. different. But, no, it's just and like the lyrics are the same. Like in a yeah. sense, like the lyrics are like how heavy and how heavy the, a lot of the lyrics can be. Yeah, I want to say is pretty much the same. It just one is like a beat, the other one's a beat. Yeah, they're talking about real shit. <laughs> yeah, is what it, they they they're not afraid to to get you know dark or real or you know there's a lot of rap i like like tech nine right now is one of my fucking favorite i, I love, love tech, tech, nine. tech nine so good <laughs> tech nine did a track with five figure death punch just did saying. he really yeah i didn't know that that was a good song too uh well it was a cover of mama said knock you out <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> that's good shit um so yeah so but with you i'm seeing a lot of seeing a lot of rap and metal fans come together on this one because they're like no seriously fuck this what guy. about limp biscuit <laughs> <laughs> can we take him down next please <laughs> i like fred durst in a way i know limp biscuit was they're just different well dude. they used to have a big feud with slipknot back in the, really? in the early 2000s fred know. durst was talking great would talk crazy shit about slipknot all the time what do you go after slipknot about what uh, it's, it was i don't know because they were they were new and you know, people weren't weren't used to him yet. And at one point, Fred Durst said that all Slipknot fans were just big fat nerds. And he was like, and Corey Taylor was like, who do you think your fans are, motherfucker? <laughs> Same people. <laughs> well, especially Lip Nuskit's first album was pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. It's the oh, yeah. it's the one after their first album. It's like more rap. Well, they oh, shit. God, what is their first album called? Uh, but that, that's also they had the yeah. uh, cover of Faith. Mm hmm. Which was a really a great cover. cover. Yeah. Well, not only that, they um, it was either that year or the next year. MTV 
did this big dedication to Metallica mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of bands come up and perform Metallica songs. Um, and Limp Biscuit did Sanitarium and yeah. it was fucking epic. Like it was a great fucking cover. I wish they would record it. Well, and then what's his face was probably one of the best guitarists on earth at the time. Ah, uh, shit. West Borland. Yeah. Is that who it is? I think so. West Borland. Maybe. It, 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 but either way, like they, when they, they were like Limp Biscuit's doing a Metallica cover, I was like, oh, fuck. And they, they crushed that shit. I think. Well, I think that's their their background is heavy metal. Yeah, they're they're the definition of like a rap rock type band. I mean, they're what is they're, their first album called? I don't know. They're, they're part of that. They're part of that that new metal thing. The shit that came out, you know, at the same time as like Lincoln Park and Papa Roach and obviously Slipknot stuff like that. Limp. I can't believe I'm googling this right. I now. know. I never thought I'd be searching for Limp Biscuit on. Uh, Albums. What is that? Uh, it is three dollar bill. Yeah, y'all. Three dollar bill is really good. It is. Yeah. Well, significant other wasn't bad either. No, significant other solid too. Chocolate starfish and hot dog flavor waters. Them doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah, that was them just <coughs> fucking goofing around. Um, but if I say fuck one more <laughs> time, it's just thirty six fucks in this fucked up rhyme. Uh-huh. Hey. Oh, but uh. Yeah, everyone said, every, but Fred Durst also, like, if you go on his Wikipedia, it, it used to be like this. Uh, it had a whole section of just his beefs with other musicians. Really? Yeah, because he likes to talk shit. It's Fred Durst. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he does look like the type of guy that likes to talk shit, though, at the same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Well, got a song called Nookie. So that's also true. <laughs> Which I think, so, for the I think that's something that Corey Taylor made fun of for. It's like, you want to talk shit? Your big singles called Nookie. Nookie. <laughs> now, their first album, though, is like $3 bill, y'all, is really good. Yeah. Remember when they did that cover of Behind Blue Eyes in like 2000? Yes, and that's it was a really great good. fucking cover. There's a lot of those bands out there. Like, I don't listen to a lot of their music, but their covers are fucking dope. And they're, they're one of the big ones. They always do really good covers of shit. Like, um, no, that is a really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's just like they got into rock rap, rap, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And that was kind of like their breakthrough. But like that was what was hot because, like I said, they were coming around the same time as Lincoln Park yeah. was. And that was that was the shit at that point. We always want you guys to be a part of the show. So join in on the conversation. All you got to do is head over to our website, www.tblpod.net, and you can click on the blue microphone and leave us a voice message, which we'll respond to on the air. You can also use our website to access our official Discord server and chat with us and all kinds of other listeners just like you at any time you want. Once again, head on over to our website, www.tblpod.net. Lincoln Park, there's something. Yeah. That's a band that I don't listen to their stuff after a certain point. I just can't. I've tried. The album after their big one. So the first one was Hybrid Theory, and I mean, it was huge. Mm -hmm. And then they did that album reanimation, which was like all remixes of, which was cool. And then um, Meteor was the one that had, like, Numb and Faint. and That's the last one I listened to. That was, that was the last, like, really big one. And, after, and then the one after that I liked, too, but it was a really big departure. And after that, their stuff just got way too just pop, dream, like, dream pop, EDM <coughs> stuff. And it just wasn't, it wasn't doing anything for me. And then he killed himself. And then Chester killed himself. Same day as What's-His-Face killed. Well, was it the same day as well, his birthday? It was... Or? It was, it was 
not it was. I want to say it was a year after Chris Cornell because he because he because him and Chris Cornell were fucking tight. Yeah, well, here's a wild thing. So I'm like really. I used to be really big link. Lincoln Park like I love those albums those oh, albums actually got me through high school that was my favorite band for probably 10 years worst day of my life one of the worst yeah. days of my life um was that day because that at the same time I don't know a lot mm-hmm. of people know this but like at the time I was seeing somebody mm-hmm. and Winchester died yeah so I was seeing somebody we went through some stuff but like what happened was we got pregnant blah blah mm-hmm. blah she lost the kid at like 20 weeks Oof. so we ended up breaking up after that right. and that that same like i found out that he, uh he died and that same day she broke up with me after that fuck yeah that same day <laughs> oh shit like like we were i mean we really loved each other yeah. but like that really like when that happened it put i don't know it just it, it put a strain on things it did it really did it was weird <clears throat> um but uh, yeah, and then, and the weird thing was, it was just like one of those things. Where I was like, this day can't go any worse. And not only <laughs> that, like I have to do like a, <laughs> I'm basically trying out for the Funny Bone that night. Like oh. they eventually wanted like they asked one of the managers to stay and watch me at the open mic. Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, I did not want to do comedy, and I fucking murdered that night. Oh man! And I got, I went outside and cried. No shit. Yeah, I just I was sitting at work because because I was also sitting at work when Chris Cornell died because he was supposed to headline Rock on the Range that weekend with Soundgarden. God, and uh, so they had, had to can't. But uh, do you like Audio Slave? I love Audio Slave. I don't know what's trying to like more Soundgarden or Audio Slave. I'm more of an Audio Slave guy, but it's that it's <laughs> having that Tom Morello edge to it. Yeah, I like his guitars a lot. Like a like a stone is still just that song fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. I had gotten into a debate with a buddy of mine off that album, like which is better, Cochise or or Like a Stone. I said Like a Stone. Ah, that's a toughie. That is a really tough one. That's such a good fucking band. Yeah, it is. I liked like, and then uh, Tom's got that Prophets of Rage group that he twitches like him and the Audio Slave and Rage Against the Machine and and Soundgarden guys, and they just play a lot of covers from all those bands. And uh, they were they were playing uh, some festival and they did a cover of Like a Stone. They brought out Surge from System of a Down to sing for it. Oh my god! Because yeah, him and him and Chris were really fucking close. I didn't know they were that. Close. Yeah, they were really tight. And hearing Surge sing Like a Stone about fucking who who also like while he's singing is on the verge of tears. Like I'm watching that, just like damn onions. <sighs> god damn, that had been amazing to see. Oh my god, I can't even fucking believe. Like I've never seen System of a Down. I would commit felonies to see system of a down i know it's never going to happen because they're never going to get back together yeah. but steal this album remember that was, the yeah. album. <laughs> that was the greatest thing ever is like because there's so much piracy issues and they made create an album called steal this album steal this album <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest <laughs> that was such a great fuck you oh god because was that the album that had the song kill rock and roll on it I can't remember. I, I just know. I remember the album, what it looked like. It was just a burnt CD. It was like a burnt CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I remember seeing that at the store and I was like, is this a fucking, is this, because this is before, you know, the internet was really much of a thing and all that. I was like, is this fucking real? This is basically LimeWire. This is where yeah. LimeWire was like the biggest thing. Lime, and Napster. LimeWire. Yeah, because I think that was around the time of the whole Metallica Napster thing. Mm-hmm. It's like what, 2003? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. God, I was, that was so fun. That was so fucking great. That that uh, that album, Toxicity, System of a Down, is still 
Chop such Suey. A, such a great fucking album. Chop Suey, Toxicity, The Prison Song. Fuck, that whole album is great. <sighs> Chop Suey is a fucking... Can you imagine trying to have sex to the rhythm of Chop Suey? <laughs> it's funny you mention that. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. I was watching an old Pablo Francisco special the other day, and he does a bit like that. <laughs> he was like his his roommate would uh, always bring these girls over and, and have lots. So he sort of fuck with me, throw music on this big stereo. So one day he threw on Chop Suey. By fucking oh, my God. Down. And he's like, imagine trying to fuck. I went, wake up, grab a spot of little Megan. No. All right, here's the <laughs> That song is fucking. <laughs> that's good shit, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's one band. Like they put out, they they dropped two new songs last year, but it was just for a charity thing because they're big in with the, like the Armenian genocide because they're all fucking yeah. Armenian. Um, but they were like, yeah, we're probably never going to perform or record together again. <clears throat> Do they just hate each other? I don't know what it is. I really don't. I don't know if it's just. I know, like, the drummer has said that there's been some drama. The drummer is also, like, a huge raging conservative, and Surge is not. What? Yeah. How could you be a concert raging conservative in that band? But he was, like, big anti mask, anti vaxx. I know. It doesn't make any. That's like rage being exact, like, being like a (laughs) republic, like anybody from Rage Against the Machine being a just. I know. Semi-Republican. That's why I love that picture, that meme that would float around on Facebook. It was Tom Morello with a guitar that said, fuck Trump on it. And somebody was like, why don't you stick to what you know and get out of fucking politics? He's like, I have a master's degree in political science. science. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> also, like, have you never... Well, also all the videos of people at Trump rallies, you know, playing, you know... Rage uh, Against Ra- 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 Machine. I'm like, like, what the fuck is you this? not fucking understand this shit? <laughs> I remember that because I think it was on Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, I have a. <laughs> well, and it's just it's just people it's just people who hear the phrase at the, in the song "fuck you, I won't do what you told me." It's like, do you not realize what this song is fucking about? Nah, nah, man, we say don't believe like, in masks. People, and- which, people were coming after Surge on fucking Facebook saying, "Like, get out of politics, stick to music." Like, have you never listened to a System of a Down song? You know, sometimes it feels like life really gives you the raw deal. So give yourself some raw comfort in the form of edible cookie dough from Dope. Dope is committed to reducing the stigmas around mental health and addiction recovery while making the world a little sweeter one spoonful at a time. They've got flavors ranging from classics like chocolate chip and snickerdoodle to crazy concoctions like brownie batter and Nutella banana. Plus, they donate a portion of every sale to the She Recovers Foundation, a nonprofit charity with a mission to connect support and empower women in or seeking recovery just head on over to dope.com d-o-u-g-h-p.com put together a killer sample pack and use the code tblo 5 to get five dollars off your order at checkout you'll also get free shipping nationwide so grab some dope today and get ready to lick that spoon clean is he about Jim Burr? No. Oh, yeah. Well, and my thing is yeah. with him, have a theory behind this. Okay. His comedy appeals to people. Who who are on that side of things? Yes. I could see that. I could see that. So he knows. Yeah. I don't think he's a big dick about that he needs to make money (laughs) Uh, i could get behind that 
because yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Like, he's, I think he, his entire is very much like, for example, like if I was ever popular, I'll never be popular comic. Mm-hmm. I know 90% of my audience is going to be right leaning about what I talk about. Sure. No, I get it. But I am exact fucking opposite right. of that. So I was like thinking in my head, I was like, I don't think he actually, I think he's probably left leaning, like left on that, but he knows like his audience is fucking. Well, it was, it was funny too. Cause that, those story that, that story was coming out the same week as the one with Patton Oswalt for the opposite reason. He was, he was canceling shows because they wouldn't require vaccination. Yeah. I was just like, can't you guys just swap the venues you yeah, were going to? Exactly. Like Patton, you book at Jim's places. Jim, you book at Patton's places. Everybody's happy. I, I have a feeling that's what that that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Because I was confused. I was like, Jim doesn't strike me as this big fucking right leaning douchebag. He doesn't. And I'm like sit there. I'm like, he never. He's never said anything either. Yeah. Like on Twitter, it's the first time he's ever really popped up on Twitter. So I'm like, that's his audience. That's why. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That that would make a lot of fucking sense. I don't know. It always amazes me that like Jim Brewer, because you know, like, you know, we're on the subject. Like big metal head, you know, always has like you know a backing rock band at his fucking. He'll go to these big metal festivals like L- Louder Than Life and Rock on the Range and shit, and do forty five minute sets on these big stages with his band playing behind him. And I'm like, that's so fucking bizarre well a well, guy i'm friends with jay armstrong he did rock on the ranch as a comic did he really yeah he's he's on it with like his name is on there with everybody that year really that's yeah, wild i'm trying to remember which festival it was where they where they did a roast of Corey taylor that they can never release to the public now oh really so they there's a bootleg audio version of it on the internet somewhere basically the reason they can't do it is because so sebastian bach from formerly of skid row was the roast master because him and Corey are, are buddies. And I guess he was either too drunk slash high to understand what was going on or just didn't get it because he was taking everything personally. And like who Corey Taylor, no, um, Sebastian. Sebastian Bach and was just kept like, like talking shit to people on stage while they were. Uh, and then also some of the people who were there, I guess I'm trying to remember the guy who uh, was from that. One of the guys from that, I think it was Eddie truck went up and just spent his whole roast just like shitting on stone sour the whole time. <laughs> and I guess they were like, okay, this isn't even funny. This is just like being un- mean. This is just unpleasant. These aren't even jokes. <laughs> He's not even trying to be funny. He's just trying to be a dick. Yeah. And, and so I think Corey was doing one of his Q and A's and he was like, I don't think they're ever going to release that. Like too many things went wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a bummer because I'd love to watch the fucking roast of Corey Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, mostly just so I could watch him go after everybody else at the end. You mother, because he, he's your neck fuck. is bigger than. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about that one of his Q and A's. He was like, I, "What sucks about it is like whenever I have to buy a button down shirt, I have to buy like a size nine X to fit around my neck, but then it goes down to like my fucking ankles. That's so <laughs> weird, dude. Because he's a short dude. He's yeah, like, I know. He's like five six. <laughs> I'm taller than short, short man, long neck, thick neck syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> he's the exact opposite <laughs> of a fucking giraffe <laughs> <laughs> he really fucking is 
We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you guys want to know more about the show or get more involved in any way, shape, or form, head on over to our website, tblpod.net. That's tblpod.net. Leave us a rating and review on the reviews page and click the little blue microphone to send us a voice message. Let us know what you thought of today's show and share your thoughts on what we talked about. We'll see you guys again next week for a brand new episode. Every Wednesday, 8 a.m. is when they drop. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye bye <laughs>